began with the rainbow and the sand as I cycled into Kerry. Cattle grazing on a steep hillside with the well fed, well balanced, close to the edge. Pedal on, pedal on, pedal on for miles, pedal on. Pedal on, pedal on, pedal on for miles, pedal on. I take a break, I close my eyes, and I'm as happy as the dolphin in a quiet spot, talking to myself, talking about the rain, talking about the rain, all this rain. Pedal on, pedal on, pedal on for miles, pedal on. Pedal on, pedal on, pedal on for miles, pedal on. You see, whenever I'm alone, I tend to brood But when I'm out of my bike, it's a different mood I leave my brain at home, get up in the saddle No hanging around, I don't diddle-daddle I work my legs and I pump my thighs Taking the scenery, passing me by The Kerry Mountains and the Wicklow Hills The antidote to my emotional ills Emotion built upon human toil Nuclear-free and it needs no oil Makes me hot, makes me hard I never thought I could have come this far Miles of mountains, valleys, streams This is the right stuff filling my dreams So come on Luca Bloom, acoustic <laughs> motorbike, and wow, Between Gears is on the air once again. We're back. Yeah, all things bicycles. We yeah. are bicyclists ourselves, and we have many friends, and most of my life I've had a bicycle of one type or another, um, and we have many here in Nevada County, and when we started doing this program, I didn't realize how many we had, so we started talking to People in bike shops, people who were involved in the local high school bicycle racing program, and and the other one is Seven Hills. Yes, yeah, Seven Hills. Uh, there's an, a new track over there for for you shredders. Seven Hills School it's, in Nevada City. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they're still doing their bicycle restoration program. And and Hap and I were talking earlier about uh, those of you out there who are upgrading and moving on to newer bikes, different styles. Don't forget your old one is worth a lot of, uh, a lot of gold for the, high, for the young kids at Deer Creek School because they take them apart and restore them and recreate new vehicles that they can pass on to people who are less fortunate than us and have something that they can use for transportation to extend the life of who they are and how they get around. It, and it, is it Ben Pearson? Yes. It ben is. Pearson is a teacher in charge of that program at Seven Hills School in Nevada City. And last time we chatted with him, and in fact, I, with uh, a friend of mine brought some old bikes into him, he said, yeah, we could, we could use some more to work on. So as Michael is saying, if you're... Uh, convinced that you're never going to get on that bike in the garage again, or if you upgrade maybe to an uh, electric bike, an e-bike, and uh, don't need your other bike anymore, uh, boy, they can sure use them. You can call Seven Hills School ahead of time and make arrangements to uh, uh, take your bike that you don't plan to use uh, over to the Seven Hills School, and it's part of their program. The kids are learning how to assemble bikes, and... Uh, it's it's glorious. It's a wonderful thing. It really watch. is. It, it's it's such a great thing. You know, we all. I'm I'm speaking generally now. Probably most of you listeners, at one time or other, fell in love with bicycling when you were young, and over the years, maybe you kind of uh, drifted away from bicycling. Well, Hap and I are kind of like your friendly bicycle 
cheerleaders, you know. We're saying bicycles are good at any level, at any age. And maybe if you quit riding yours because you're older, maybe it's a little tiresome, the hills around here are a little too steep, well, consider getting an e-bike, a battery-assisted bike. You don't have to use the battery all the time. You can administer how much workout you want. If you're not interested in trails and off-roading and going up in the mountains like Hap, there's plenty of back streets and places you can go around town that you can get a great, great amount of exercise and you can kind of rebuild your health. I just thought of a, we could do a real live demonstration right now in the studio. So what we're going to do is um, Michael rides an e-bike all over the place and even it's part of his work too if he has a job somewhere out in grass valley or someplace like that most often he talks about uh taking his e-bike out there never even starting the engine of his gasoline truck or car and but let's check out so i don't have an e-bike i just pedal under my own power with my friends so i'm gonna uh knock on my thigh here for a moment <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> michael go ahead uh, e-bike rider you wise guy. <laughs> I heard a little squishy sound there. No, no. Uh, we just, the other day, a bunch of friends and I were way out on, I forget what road we were on, and searching, oh, wonder where that road goes. And so, you know, if we can get our bikes around the closed fence, uh, we go in there. And three uh, wonderful people on e-bikes came cruising down. We had stopped at a little creek, and we had the most wonderful chat. And realized that, you know, they even said, you know, it's so cool that you guys are still pedaling your own bikes because uh, we just can't do that anymore. But they're out having fun on those e-bikes because they don't have to put out as much energy into it and they can climb those hills. So they have opened up uh, a lot of bike cycling for a lot of people. Well, I have a very good friend who... Um he had kind of a hazardous lifestyle for his work lifestyle and developed some lung issues and things. And he was feeling really like he couldn't really do much anymore. And I rode by his house one time and said, hey, you should get one of these. Well, he went out and bought one identical to the one I ride. And he spends a couple hours every night and he is kind of begun to restore his health his lungs are improving and he really enjoys it it's it's like it's it's revitalized him he rode motorcycles when he was young and you know he was kind of more motorized but you know now he's he's found an, a, a whole new lifestyle and he sees parts of Nevada City that he never knew so it it's it's a real opportunity if, if you're advancing in years like happen myself you know and and i'm really fascinated now with the mountain bikes and the 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 technology and you know it just seems like they've gone from 21 speeds to i don't know how many you know on some of the new trick bikes that that you ride up in the hills but it looks yeah. like the sprockets are so big you could probably climb a tree <laughs> well uh one of the things Cat about tires. it that is bike technology continues to change very very much and in fact when we were over looking at the bike the kids working on bikes at seven hills we talked about that wow when i used to volunteer for that program it was uh regular brakes uh, friction brakes oh yeah two rubber things that uh, now it's all um 
uh, disc brakes. Disc brakes. Yeah. Thank you. And sure. I have no idea what, you know, what to do with them except keep them clean. Yeah. So anyway, technology is changing very quickly. Um, I do want to put in a word for, in a half-hour program, we found that it's very hard to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, field phone calls. So between gears at kvmr.org, all letters. That's our email address. And it's so much easier uh, at our leisure when we're not on the microphones and, and doing things like that yeah. to uh, get be in touch with you. So again, between gears at kvmr.org, we would love to hear from you. Well, and if, if you have ideas of where you would like us to take this show and uh, topics that you'd like us to explore, you know, we're willing to go out and do research and we're still trying to kind of find our way here because... This show used to be like an hour show that was on weekly, and then uh, when our pandemic hit, all of our public affairs shows kind of went into the ether. So we're hoping to restore this on a full one-hour basis and uh, maybe come back to a, a bi-weekly or something, you know, and, and get a more regular slot. But uh, between gears at kvmr.org, and we'd love to hear from you. Please, please send us an email, and uh, if you have links to to something that would be uh, topically important, I uh, I subscribed uh, on uh, to uh, People for Bikes, which is really fun. They send me a link almost uh, once every few days. And it, it's it's full of uh, all sorts of riding ideas, places to go, different parks where uh, they're bike friendly and e-bike friendly, and it's uh, something to consider if 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 you want to find out more about what the bike community is doing. I can tell you uh, my experience, and I have a mountain bike, and have had a mountain bike. Probably I had to get a mountain bike when I moved up to Nevada County, which was a lot of years ago. It was before this radio station started, just to give you a clue. And I can guarantee you that all the joy and fun and, and uh, things that you got, skullduggery that you got involved in when you were a kid and you'd go out on your bike and have adventures with your friends, that's still alive and well, let me tell you. Uh, I sent Michael a picture of there were four of us out riding, and there was a, this abandoned couch across the road, and we'd been seeing it for several rides, and I said, hey, we've got to, someday we're going to have our picture taken, and the last time we rode out, I was a little bit ahead of the group, and stopped my bike, uh, laid it down across the road from the couch and chair, and then we did this delayed 10 seconds hop run across the road quick jump on the couch and we have this very funny picture of all of four of us in our bike clothes sprawled across this big couch and chair no no cushions <laughs> and, but it, we're we're having just so much fun exploring and i i mean i've had to my mouth never used to grin that much and now it's pretty much grinning as much as a mouth can grin because it is so much fun uh, and one dialogue that always goes on between cyclists and automobiles uh, is, what do you do when you come upon each other? And um, if you are driving a car and approaching cyclists, uh, it would be appreciated because the, those cyclists are not just little hotshot punks. Those are grandmothers and grandfathers and grandchildren and your wife and your husband and all those people out there 
those are the people who ride bikes, of course. And um, when you approach in a car, first thing you can do is slow down a little bit and then figure out how are you going to, you want to go, bikes don't go as fast as you, you want to go around them. So you slow down, they'll see you. And if, if not, uh, I would say it's okay. I was told by a highway patrolman it would be okay to turn on your flashers as you go around the bicyclist, and that alerts all the other drivers, too, that there's either something ahead or something they need to start paying attention to. So uh, there is a three-foot rule from the leftmost part of the bicycle to the rightmost part of your vehicle, including your rearview mirror. That's about a meter, three feet. A distance should be minimum. That's the minimum distance between your vehicle and a bicycle. So just to let you know all of that. Well, I'm the person who probably spends more time on the pavement of the two of us, and I've found that uh, there are a lot of places in Nevada County between Grass Valley and Nevada City that have created bicycle lanes, you know, so it the trend is coming, but there's an awful lot of places where there is very little to no shoulder at all. And remember that Next to the shoulder, in a lot of places, is a ditch, and it's it's a little tricky. You know, you you're we're pedaling along, and you're coming up behind us, and we have to make decisions about how far over we need to get to go. If you're not giving us ground from behind, we can see you in our mirrors. So please be a little cautious. Slow down a little bit. And don't be afraid to pass, you know, because that's another issue that I have is that a lot of times people will hesitate for so long. I can't make up my mind what you guys are doing back there waiting for me. You know, other cars are coming and and I'm, I, you know, when I don't see anybody behind me, I use a little bit more of the lane than just the shoulder, which is perfectly acceptable. If you know that there's nobody back there, we're all just riding along. So don't hesitate too much <laughs> and don't be afraid to pass but be sure and give us plenty of room that's all we all we hope for and if you're out there if you both ride bicycles and drive a car and you know mention it to your friends once in a while you know hey be cautious you know we're out there getting around you know i'm thinking about keeping myself in good health i'm also thinking about the amount of gasoline i save and the and the number of miles that i ride over a course of a week you know all these things are going on in my mind i'm thinking about every little drop helps you know we're <laughs> we're chained to oil and consumption and every little bit that i save makes me feel better about what i'm doing here on the planet so that's that's part of my thinking about being a bicyclist oh and there's another another interesting uh, website that i subscribe to is adventure cycling another interesting uh, you know something else that just lands in my email box every day and and uh, they always have some interesting articles and ideas about where to go and how to share your experience bicycling with with other people and with and with children and that's another wonderful thing that I've been seeing more of lately is that dads out with their sons or their daughters teaching them how to ride safely and how to go through the process of 
as you're going down a hill, you're coasting. As you begin the other, uh, climb the other side, it's pedal, 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 get ready to go and change gears and start shifting and learning those experiences, you know, which also I'm sure is comfort for the dad and the mom thinking, well, we're doing the best job we can teaching our kid how to be safe as a bicyclist and how to be a better citizen later and be more considerate of those who ride bicycles. I was going to describe all the stuff, stuff we see to the right of us when there is no bike lane and, and what's in the, uh, <laughs> uh, off the pavement of the road. There's broken bottles. There's dead animals. There's sometimes slushy mush left over from the last rain or something that oh, happened man. there before. And so we don't have a lot of room uh, to get literally off the road. And maybe yeah. especially here in Nevada County, we're rural, you know, and uh, so there's that. Um, but I can't express enough the the joy of cycling and the, being on a bike and feeling the wind in your hair. And if you're worried about riding on the road, there's places you can transport your bicycle to that are pure dirt and no cars go on them. The Pioneer Trail runs along Highway sure. 20. Tons of other places. Um, but if you're on the line, I mean, the other thing, Michael, you were talking about health. For uh, Riding the bike not only gives us aerobic strength and uh, conditioning, but... Um, you have to be focused on your brakes, on balance, on how you're going to get from here to there, what's the best way to go. So you're really, a lot of people, it's real hip to say, oh, yeah, man, I live in the moment. Well, when you're on a bike, you're often living in the moment with your body because you, you need to keep an eye on things. Both hands are busy steering, maybe shifting, doing brakes, things like that, uh, how, how much uh, energy are you putting in the gears to climb that hill or how carefully are you going downhill and and watching yourself and being careful like that but joy of cycling trounces it all it, it's just a wonderful way to get about so that's uh between gears at kvmr.org and please please Email us. Let us know you're listening. Let us know what you think of what we're doing here. It's always good to have feedback. We got an email last time. Why don't you share a little bit? I'd like to kind of discuss what was shared and let people know that we actually read your emails and think about them. Well, this person wrote, and they said uh, a study was done about bicyclists and automobiles generally. I'm going to generalize with this. Uh, whole discussion because it got very specific but they were wondering if cyclists and car drivers or cars had more conflicts if there were just a few cyclists on the road uh, or if there were like 10 15 20 a whole bunch of cyclists were on the road and uh, they said it was counterintuitive what came out of that is that uh, cyclists in big numbers were safer than cyclists who rode two, three, four at a time, maybe, um, because you would guess statistically that uh, um, a bunch of people on the road, there would be more danger. But I think the idea was the drivers could see it, the larger group, and respond to it, maybe in a different way that if you see two people going down the road, one behind the other, and, and wondering, where, where are they going to suddenly swerve out in front of me? And, 
and that. So that was a, a study he sent. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I have an event here I got from a local bike oh, shop. Oh, good. Yeah. On Saturday, September 16th at 9 a.m., and it runs till 2 p.m., there's going to be a thing called a Hoot-a-thon. It's the first annual Hoot-a-thon is going down. As many hoot, <laughs> hoot laps you can, you can do until you drop. All funds raised will go back to your school's bike team. Now there's a, yeah. uh, they call it the hoot because it's such a hoot to ride on, but it's out on the Pioneer Trail, uh, not too far from the market. I'm, this is local talk. People in New York and Paris sure. and Tehran <laughs> won't know what I'm talking about, but they'll smile because, oh, it's a cute little small town. They're <laughs> talking about grocery stores. Uh, there's the hoot uh-huh. trail, and that's what they're talking about here. A lot of p- local people know about it. If not, ask uh, somebody who bicycles or a bike shop, or, uh, and you'll know it's just up Highway 20 off the Pioneer Trail, and they're just tr- it's a money raiser. So how many times can you do rounds on that hoot trail until you drop? <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, yeah. Hoot-a-thon, <laughs> again, Saturday, yeah. September 16th. Well, yeah. and that's a, a you, you mentioned uh, bike shops, and, and that's a great clearinghouse for activities. You know, I find that uh, all of our, our bike shops here in town, of course, the Tour of Nevada City bicycle shop actually began in the early 60s with the Tour of Nevada City, which was the Father's Day bike race that became world famous and attracted riders from all over the world. And it, it kind of fell out of favor when it uh, joined a more broader Centurion event. But boy, that was uh, that was big stuff, you know, when I was a kid. And, and I remember the very first races that came to town and, and never having seen that many folks in downtown Nevada City ever before. And they're here for a bunch of guys on 10 speeds just going like hell. Like, you know, wow. They, it never, uh, I, I couldn't believe how fast they were going up the hills. I, I don't go <laughs> yeah. that fast down a hill, but they were just, it was pure energy. Yeah. Yeah. And when the group, the Peloton comes by, mm-hmm. it, it, if you're not getting a big, big rush, even if you're not a cyclist, but just, you can just sense the pure energy that they're putting into that, that race. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And also, you know, you can, uh, I just watched a wonderful series on Netflix. It was about Tour de France. It's free, I mean, to watch. And it's called Tour de France, Tour de, listen to me say France. Tour de France Unchained. (laughs) And uh, there's about uh, five, six, maybe eight episodes. And you get into the intimacies of what it's like to be on a bike racing team, to be the director, to be the people who were scheming, like, how are we going to, that guy's always good on the climbs. We've got to find a way to bring him <laughs> down. And it's, it's intense. It's wonderful. And you don't have to be a bicyclist to appreciate it, but it's a real kick. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend that to you, Michael, if uh, you haven't tuned into I, it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll, it's on my list, pal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're so for you listeners out there, this is Between Gears. This is our monthly bicycle show. We're on for a half hour, and we're hoping to expand the show not only in the number of shows per month, but the length of the show as well. So send your emails to Between Gears at KVMR 
Or if you want to put in a plug for us and say, please give us a little more time with this show, you can uh, email content at kvmr.org as well and and express your feelings there. Or uh, maybe, uh, well, I won't go there. (laughs) So, uh, you know, again, what to carry on the bike, you want to think about what you want to carry on a bike is when you think about, hey, if I got stuck out there, what if I got a flat tire? What if I fell over and the bike didn't work anymore? Or what if I hurt myself and I can't continue the ride and I don't know what to do? Think in those terms, and you're going to want to have a phone. And by the way, it's pretty easy to learn how to uh, put wherever it is you are at that moment. Uh, Just punch the button and you will show up as a little dot on the GPS uh, system and people can find you that way. Uh, by using their GPS device. So that's one thing to do. Of course, things like plenty of water, you want to be able to patch a flat tire or respond somewhere uh, and and have the right equipment to repair your bike if that's possible uh, as well. So um, really, really important. Well, and if you're interested in getting back into bicycles, boy, there are some great, great bicycle shops around town. Um, not only uh, conventional bicycles and off-road bicycles, but battery uh, e-bikes are very popular now too. And there's a couple of outlets that you can find. You can get all your questions answered there, and too. And don't be afraid to do your research and and ride a bunch of bikes and and uh, you know have an idea of what feels right to you. And it's it's just a great way to uh, keep yourself in good health and a great way to. Uh, Get out and have a good time. And I wanted to repeat uh, a couple of times again, the links that I subscribe to are uh, People for Bikes and also Adventure Cycling. So those are the two things I like. And please send us an email, betweengears at kvmr.org. You know, Michael, you were talking about, because you are on the road more than I am, I try to get on the dirt and the mud and all that as much as I can because... That's kind of what a mountain bike is for. And besides, it's so much fun to go boonie crashing. Um, Way back in the day, I actually, with two other guys, rode a bicycle across the United States. We dipped our bikes in uh, up in Oregon in the Pacific, and then two of us made it all the way and dipped our bikes in the Atlantic Ocean after 41 days and 4,100 miles. So... A lot of road experience on that one too, oh, and I bet. Uh, so, yeah. but we made it, and uh, somehow I don't even know how we made it because it was crazy. But uh, yeah, I've been on the road bikes uh, quite a bit. Uh, moving up here, though, it just felt like uh, being off road was a little bit better for me, and in, in my style. <laughs> Between Gears at kvmr.org, and this has been Between Gears. And uh, we're down to our last few minutes here. And please uh, shoot us those emails. We'd really love to hear your questions or comments. And and it's always uh, <laughs> half hour just seems to fly by. You know, we, we're, as I said earlier, you know, think of us as uh, your bicycle cheerleaders because we're both rah-rah uh, and can't get enough of it, you know. So. Yeah. I'll have to bring in a, an article 
from long ago when I oh, used yeah. to be a crazy guy on the bike and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, this off-road bike association, I was lucky enough to be able to write articles for them and, and uh, what a kick. It's so, talk about being in the moment, you are totally on when you're on a bike and if you're climbing a hill or descending something that's a little bit sketchy, you are fully in the moment, I promise you. So you don't have to go necessarily hook up with some guru in India to be there. You can actually just <laughs> do it close to home. Guaranteed. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And as I said, between gears at KVMR, and uh, it's our pleasure being here with you and sharing our time together. I'm Michael Keane, and... Haphazard. Yeah. Join us. We'll talk to you sooner than next month, but yeah. we'll talk about bicycles again Definitely. Next month. See you then, and thanks for writing to us at Between Gears at KVMR.org. Pedal on, pedal on, pedal on, for miles, pedal on. I take a break, I close my eyes, and I'm as happy as the dolphin. In a quiet spot, talking to myself, talking about the rain, talking about the rain, all this rain. Pedal on, pedal on, pedal on, for miles, pedal on. Pedal on, pedal on, pedal on for miles, pedal on You see, whenever I'm alone, I tend to brood But when I'm out of my bike, it's a different mood I leave my brain at home, get up in the saddle No hanging around, I don't diddle that I work my legs and I pump my thighs Taking the scenery, passing me by The Kerry Mountains, the Wicklow Hills The antidote to my emotional ills Emotion built upon human toil Nuclear free and it needs no oil Makes me hot, makes me hard I never thought I could have come this far Miles of mountains, valleys, streams This is the right stuff, Philip